glad to have somebody back who I know personally I'm a, a fan of, not just personally because it's a, a friend of mine, but I'm a fan of her writings. Uh, the way she writes, I feel it's very relatable, uh, you know, almost, uh, you know, I don't know uh, if any of you watch Sex in the City kind of thing, especially as women, even men, my husband was a fan, um, as she has uh, that type of finesse. She's a great uh, author, and I want to talk about her debut book, and I'm very proud of her. Ashley Papa joins us. Ashley, good afternoon, and welcome back, girl. Good to have you. Hi, Leslie. Thanks for having me. I want to tell folks a little more about you. Ashley is a journalist who's been covering all things dating and all things relationships for years. And she's pleased to announce the release of her first novel. It's called Vixen Investigations, The Mayoral Affairs. It's a tale of fiction, and it's inspired by her own personal anecdotes of dating as a younger woman, her love for crime and investigative stories. And one of the things that I like as a woman is this book empowers women to seek the best in themselves and in romantic relationships they keep. some have called it adult Nancy Drew mystery meet sex in the city. I'm intrigued. I hope you are. Ashley, thanks for joining us. Now, why did you decide to take the realistic uh, nonfiction columns that you've written uh, over the years uh, and, and put it, you know, in a sense, taking that experience from, from yourself and from some others that you've interviewed, perhaps, and, and put it into Vixen Investigations, the mayoral affairs into a fictional piece of work? Well, I think it was a fun way for me to kind of combine everything I've learned and written about through all these years and kind of create a character around it and, you know, also teach men and women about the values of a good relationship within the book. So you, you kind of get a little bit of the, the nonfiction articles that I've written about and then also the fun, you know, fresh characters that I've developed I, I want to know, it must have been much more difficult because it's much more lengthy writing um, this and creating characters in a story at this length, a novel, a book, as opposed to, you know, uh, putting out, uh, you know, a quick column, so to speak. Oh, yeah, definitely. This was uh, two years in the making to complete this. Um, it took a lot of editing, uh, a lot of back and forth with the editors, you know, just trying to make everything right. It's definitely a lot different than writing um, you know, the articles and nonfiction, because there I'm pretty much interviewing the experts and turning it into a 600-word article. Here I'm writing, you know, 90,000-word novel with all these characters that I have to create. When you talk about empowering women, and, you know, you and I have talked about this uh, personally, and we've talked about this on the air, um, why was this so impo- important for you to include in the characters and, you know, what have you learned, you know, even personally uh, in your own experience and as a writer to bring this about in the book? Well, I wanted to make the characters seem realistic. Um, a lot of the stuff that the characters go through in dealing with the relationships. I think and I'm so, wait, people... Ashley, I'm so bad. We're headed to break. Hold on. I want you to answer that okay. on the other side of the break because I don't want to interrupt as I just did. Hang tight. We're going to talk to my friend and a regular guest on the program and good to have her back, Ashley Papa. She's a journalist, she's a columnist, and now author. She's got a new book out. We're going to talk about that. And I like any woman who wants to empower women in any capacity, relationships, dating, or otherwise. We'll be back with her and you right after this. Hey, you want to chat, you have questions, you have comments, pick up the phone, 888-6LESLIE, 888-653-7543. Just in time this summer, many of us like to grab a novel to read on vacation by the pool when we're trying to cool off, even if we have a staycation. You need to pick up a new book that is written by a friend of mine, and I really love it, Vixen Investigations, The Mayoral Affairs, published by Post Hill Press and written uh, by my friend, 
relationship reporter, journalist, and debut author Ashley Poppin. Now, Vixen Investigations was released on 4th of July. It is available now at Amazon and Bards and & Noble, and it's her first book telling the story of Paige Turner, a young savvy sleuth who sniffs out infidelity for a living. But before we talk about Paige, uh, let's uh, turn back the page to how Ashley <laughs> likes to empower women and to bring that to light. Uh, not only in the characters in this book, but based on her personal experiences and experiences of writing nonfiction columns on relationships and, and dating and giving advice on such for, for a period of time now. Ashley, you were going to mm-hmm. say before the break. Yeah, you know, I was just saying that I just wanted it to be a lesson for women and men to realize that they don't, they don't need to be in bad relationships, that they deserve better. So that's what I'm hoping that they can learn from this book. Yeah. Um, also want to talk about um, this uh, character, Paige. Paige Turner. Mm-hmm. Now, I mentioned young, savvy sleuth who sniffs out infidelity for a living. You, This character, I don't want to give too much, too, you know, too much mm-hmm. in, in the book, but I think a lot of us, I know I'm married, as you know, and years ago when I wasn't, I, I've been through this. I've fallen in love. I've had my heart broken. I've been cheated on. I've been lied to. I've been taken advantage of. And I and I like that she, uh, you know, grows a pair, if you will, <laughs> and she's like enough uh, is, is enough. Um, did you find this a pattern with both men and women that you've interviewed for your column over the past before putting this book together? Yeah, definitely. You know, I think the dating world has changed so much, and it seems like people tend to get away with more today. But you know. I, the main character, Paige, is I also call her the vow enforcer because she kind of stands up for the, you know, the brokenhearted and she tries to find out, you know, why people are doing the things they do when it comes to relationships in terms of cheating and, you know, just not being honest. So I wanted her to really be like a, a force to, you know, reckon with because she's going to stand up for, you know, the, the people who want to be in love. And, you know, it, it's interesting because when you talk about dating and how it's changed over the years, I've been married for you know a long time, got 21 years a couple of weeks ago. I feel like an old lady now. But, um, you know, but I, I, I got married later in life, believe it or not, and, and I, you know, dated for many years, but I wasn't doing like online dating. And one thing that I know my friends share with me and that they um, get really frustrated with is the lies of online dating when, you know, they say the people, you know, the women I talk to will say that men out there say they're looking for love, they're looking for a relationship. But then when these women get together with them, they're really not. Or they're, they're looking for, you know, a hookup or they thought they were looking for love in a relationship. But when you talk about lies, there's a lot of that going out uh, with online dating, even somebody's photo that might be 25 years old. Right, yeah. It's almost like people don't really know what they what they want. They say they want a relationship, but... Then they find somebody who could be a good fit for them, and they don't, you know, they don't follow through in making the relationship long term. So, you know, I think, you know, the the dating world again, it's different, and a, a lot with the online apps, it makes things a lot easier. You can find somebody new the next day who you think you might be a little better, and you know, it's you really got to give people the chance to get you got to get to know somebody, like give them give them a chance because you know, beauty is only skin deep. So if you're just going after the looks, you're not really getting to know them inside so you know it's it's just another lesson that we all have to learn or the single need to learn in finding the right the right mate you know although your book uh, vixen investigations is is you know fiction there's some obviously many nonfiction elements and, and and not just you know 
Page's position uh, with relationships and, you know, having enough. Uh, she opens Vixen Investigations in the name of the book, foes, uh, which basically is, um, you know, a, a private eye type of thing because Page, the character, has done investigative reporting, and she puts that to good use to help people solve uh, cases of infidelity. But, you know, Ashley, we know this. You know, look, we know there was a site, Ashley Madison, nothing to do with you, uh, where people, you know, would, you know, get online to hook up. So there's plenty of people who are cheating and are unfaithful. But in real life, there are plenty of people who do hire investigators, much like your character from, uh, you know, companies much like Vixen Investigations, the title of your book and the company that Paige, you know, creates in the book to find out, hey, is my man or woman being faithful? Oh, yeah. I know several private investigative firms, who act, real ones, that actually do have a unit that will go and kind of stake out a, a partner or a husband or a wife if, they, if the other spouse is suspecting them of infidelity. Um, so it's not like I created this fictional um, you know, business, so these, things, these places really do exist. And, you know, it's sad that people have to hire someone like this to do their dirty work. Um, also, the, the fact that you include a politician in this. And I say this because, as you know, I definitely do a lot of political talking. And uh, in the news, we constantly hear about politicians, uh, whether they be governors, senators, they're running for presidents, they are presidents, they were presidents, who have been unfaithful. I mean, you know, politicians seem... At least we in the public read more about politician infidelity, it would seem, that or some Hollywood superstar. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, it kind of goes back to an article that I once wrote about why men in power are more inclined to cheat. So that also kind of gave me this idea that I could come up with this character who was in a more powerful position because, you know, studies have shown that they are more likely to be in, uh, unfaithful. I mean, not necessarily all, you know, all, I'm not saying all politicians are, but like, you know, people in power. It's interesting you say that because I remember when Bill Clinton finally admitted he had had uh, an affair with Monica Lewinsky, whether you call it sex or not, you know, because they didn't have intercourse, but, you know, other stuff. Um, when he was asked why, and I think it was an interview with Barbara Walters, he said, because I could. And I, you know, I remember there were people, you know, calling my radio show the next day that was saying, oh, that's lame. And I said, no, I think that's completely honest. Because when somebody is extremely powerful, that is very sexy, isn't it? I mean, you know, somebody, you know, think about it. That why do people get flustered, uh, you know, around somebody, you know, who is a powerful uh, individual? And it doesn't just have to be a woman with a man. It can be, you know, a woman with a woman, a man with a man, or, you know, a, a man with a woman. That people in power um, have this aura about them that make the, the rest of us feel like, you know, we're honored to be in their presence. You know, there, watch, I'm sure there are liberals who would be in the Oval Office with Donald Trump and, you know, would be tripping over themselves because they feel, um, uncomfortable or less than in looking up to this individual because of that person's power. Um, and, and it's very, very sexually appealing, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. I think, you know, with power comes money and the fame and who wouldn't be, you know, turned on by that. So I think that definitely makes a case for, you know, that study and the theme in the in the book. And and then another it also ties into something else that I've covered on how, you know, once a cheater, always a cheater. So if you know, if they're getting away with it, they're, they're likely to keep doing it, you know, until they really get caught and they see what 
you know, they see damage from their actions, like real damage from their actions. Even though this is a modern day romance mystery and this is a fiction and, you know, something good to, you know, pick up and to read uh, for fun when you're sitting by the pool on vacation, as I mentioned earlier, two ideas. Um, you can really, from reading this uh, character, this story, and, and taking the information and the knowledge that you've gained with your column over the years, um, that they could learn a thing or two about themselves, like how to spot a cheater or red flags that you should pay attention to, some of the things you've written about in the past, right? Yes, absolutely. absolutely. So you can you know read it and you kind of learn, like, oh, so... You know, Paige was able to identify this cheating flaw by this. So, you know, it's something that you can utilize yourself. So there are, you know, a lot of those hidden lessons in there. Uh, you know, the other thing is that it's, uh, you know, I, th- I think it's it's a, a fast, fun read. And Lisa Wheel, uh, who is a New York Times bestselling author, you know, said that about your book. And that's exactly what somebody is looking for in the summer or if, you know, if they're on a plane um, you know, you know, you know, they don't want to be reading War and Peace. <laughs> you know? Yeah, definitely. I mean, my my boyfriend read it in, you know, less than less than a week when the book was a lot longer. And, you know, he he couldn't put it down. So it is it's fast. It's fun. And it moves fast, you know. So Well, it's sexy um, and it's a thriller. I love thrillers. And, and you know, mm-hmm. it's got everything right. You know, it's got sex. It's got intrigue. It's got relatability. Um, it's, mm-hmm. it's a thriller. And, um, you know, th- that's why y- y- you get hooked from the minute that you read it and you want to put and you don't want to put it down. And it's not going to take you a lifetime to read. So you can get through it. You don't have to put it down. Right. Yes, exactly. And, you know, it's, it's easy to grasp. Um, you kind of can figure out, you know, what happens and you can follow along with Paige as she's finding clues and et cetera. So, you know, it's, and there's some humor in there as well. So it makes it a little bit more fun. But if somebody's in a toxic relationship, and unfortunately many people listening to us right now are, uh, maybe it'll give them the courage to uh, pick themselves up and move on a uh, much like you know, I have in the past, you know, you have in the past in real life and your character uh, does in, in the book. So, so in other words, it could inspire somebody to make a positive change if they're in that type of toxic relationship. Yes, absolutely. I mean, it, it makes, it, I hopefully would make someone realize that they don't have to be in that toxic relationship that, you know, in the end, the, your partner is, you know, they should really match you. So it, Hopefully there's no neediness and, you know, they should be making you feel better and not bring you down all the time. So if you suspect they're, go- they're doing some being in- in- unfaithful, then, you know, that's not going to make you feel good. So you should really, you know, stand up for yourself and, um, you know, just inquire, like be your own investigator and figure out like what's really going on. Now, you have written a number of columns. I want to talk about uh, one of the columns because it's something I think that would be, uh, you know, fun to talk about and something that I've been guilty of. Uh, but um, also, why, why do you think people, I mean, and what's been your experience putting in your personal experiences along with people you've interviewed for columns you've written and, and research you've done to write uh, the book and come up with the, the character and the story? Why do people stay in these relationships? Is it is it fear uh, is, is it a lack of self-worth to a degree in thinking uh, this is the best I can do? I can't, you know, get any better than this. What, what, you know, what do you, what do you find to be some of the common elements of individuals who stay in such a relationship? Uh, like your, uh, main character Paige did originally, like you and I 
have you know personally and many of the people that you have interviewed for your columns over the years? Yeah, I mean, I think even speaking from personal experience, it, I think people stay in bad relationships. You know, and you know if there's there could be financial or children, you know, that's a whole other issue. But I think there's the fear of being alone, um, maybe not being able to find anyone else. Um, you know, maybe you spent so much time with this other person that you've kind of gotten so comfortable with them and you've been able to just overlook their, their bad actions towards you. So you kind of just become like immune to how they treat you. So I think, you know, those are several reasons, the main one being, but I think real people kind of at times do feel fear being alone. And also the devil you know kind of thing, right? I mean, is better than the devil right. you don't. And, and, and you're right. Mm-hmm. Some people feel, I remember a girlfriend of mine uh, once, uh, an, another friend of mine, it, like you are a friend, but the two of you don't know each other. She's out here in California. And she broke up a relationship. And I remember saying, I, I can't believe you guys broke up. You know, they've been together five years and I thought they were going to get married. He loved her. She loved him. But she said, you know what? I, I realized it was better to be alone than to be with the wrong person. And it was really hard for her. Do you know what I mean? To leave that relationship. Mm-hmm. But not that it was toxic. It's just he was the wrong person. And sometimes mm-hmm. I think we just can, you know, decide, oh, I'm going to settle because he or she fits the mold. Or, oh, I want to get married. Or, oh, I want to have kids. So I might as well just like, you know, I, m- I might as well just stick with this one. Right, yeah, I think it takes a lot of courage to do something like that and a lot of self-confidence and self-esteem and knowing who you are and what you deserve, which is something that I hope the book teaches people, you know, and the, thing, the truth is you're you're likely going to find somebody who is better or your right match. So, you know, you shouldn't be afraid of, you know, letting go of something that's not good for you. Well, before um, I let you go and let people go out and buy this great book and, you know, get to their computer or their phone or any device that they have in which they're going to go online and buy it, and they should, I want to talk about an article that you wrote. Um, I, I love uh, columns and articles that you write. You do such a great job of writing about dating and relationship. And this one caught my eye, especially because I have, I've done this. <laughs> Okay. And it's the do's and don'ts of dating a coworker. I've dated a coworker. It can be a good thing, but sometimes it can be a disaster because if things work out, you might don't work out. You might have to see that person uh, day in and, and day out. So uh, give us mm-hmm. some of the, uh, give us some of the do's and the don'ts. Well, first, m- many companies have policies about this, you know, so make sure that you adhere to company policy. Um, you know, so maybe it's just letting them know that you're dating or, you're engaged to somebody in another department, um, you know, just so everyone's aware. And, you know, I think that works in your best interest so you don't have to hide everything, you know, because that's not even a comfortable feeling. Um, you know, and be, and be friends first with a coworker. You don't want to get, you know, too, too frisky too soon, because especially since you don't know where it's going to go, because you don't want to end up, you know, and one of my other don'ts is don't trash talk each other. So if it goes bad, you know, it could make it an awkward situation for your coworkers as well because they might be forced to take sides. So you really want to keep it mature if you're going to enter into one of these relationships. So those are a few of them. And, you know, consider your priorities. If, if your career is super important to you and this, this is just a fling with somebody in another department, you know, if it has a chance to, to kind of ruin your chances at climbing the ladder, then is it really worth it? So that's another huge one. 
Um, I wanted to, uh, I have the article in front of me. Another thing is you say, don't drop your draws too early. Be friends first. Um, and, you know, sometimes, you know, we're at a holiday party and we have too much to drink and, you know, the juices are flowing, not just the alcohol. And, you know, every, and there's just that, that chemistry, that magnet, maybe in the office, you know, you've, you've had the, uh, you know, verbal, uh, you know, sexual innuendos or, you know, the flirting. And now it's just like this culmination because you see each other outside of the office and there's an opportunity. And do you think a lot of people, uh, those relationships fail because they do, you know, jump into bed with each other too fast. It becomes, you know, a fling instead of a relationship. Uh, I think so. Definitely. I mean, it becomes way too sexual too fast. I mean, aren't you supposed to get to know someone first? I mean, these days, probably that doesn't matter, but, you know, if you, you know, like that saying, I think maybe you've told it to me, if you give the, the milk too soon, then who needs the Boy, buy the cow, cow right? Like yeah. Well, Ashley, I am so glad you took the time. I, once again, the book is called Vixen Investigations, The Mayoral Affairs. The author is my friend Ashley Papa. You can get it at Amazon.com or Barnes & Noble. We're going to have a link to that on my sites. And speaking of sites, there is a website for Ashley. You can order the book there, too. Go to AshleyPapa.com, A-S-H-L-E-Y-P-A-P-A.com. And her Twitter handle, follow her there. She's also very, very pretty. Follow her there, guys uh, and ladies, and get this book at Ashley M. Papa, A-S-H-L-E-Y-M-P-A-P-A.